What's up, y'all? We're back. It's been like, has it been over a year since we last went live? I don't, not live, but like, um, yeah, it, it's been a while. And it's like, it's November because the World Series went later. So maybe it'll, it's been over a year, but it's okay. It was well worth it because guess what, Paddington? Sure. Yeah, the Astros are World Series champions. The Mets, and we'll we'll kind of dive into why later. But let's let's recap the World Series. How about that? Um, sure. World Series, Phillies, Astros. I mean, I know both of us don't like the Phillies, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be honest. I thought the Phillies were gonna win. Just because it's another NL East team, we've seen the story three two times. Um, who did you have winning the World Series? I said the Astros, but that I said the Phillies, but I wanted the Astros to win. Okay, yeah, same here, same here. Um, and the Phillies were like on top of everything at the time. They whooped San Diego, and it wasn't even close. San Diego whooped the Dodgers, and it wasn't really that close. And then the Phillies whooped them. So by transitive property. The Phillies were, you know, they, they were they were high up there. And then game one. What did you think about game one? I, I wasn't watching game one because I went to I went to Chick-fil-A and then Chick-fil-A didn't get my order. So I had to show them my order number, but then my phone was dead. So I had to log on on my iPad at Chick-fil-A. And I, I, I've never felt so ashamed because uh, I felt really um Yeah. All right, so so game one, Kyle Tucker hits two home runs, the Astros' main source of offense, and then they just blow a five nothing lead. Um, obviously, not they, when you, not they, Justin, Justin Verlander. Verlander. Yeah, don't don't put the others into Sorry. this. This is all Justin Verlander. Then um, in the top of the tenth, JT Ramiro with the overall game winning home run. Personally, the, for me, that doesn't that, that home run doesn't count because. Um, if you actually go on StatCast, that does not leave Citizens Bank Park. So that's a Mickey Mouse home run, in my opinion. Um, so game one is mainly a tie. Funny story about the first home run. I was on the train to Chick-fil-A. And this one kid, I think because it was like near Halloween time, dude was like, he had his candy, but he his mom was holding it. And he was trying to get it. And he was so annoying about it. He was like crying, screaming. And then when Kyle Tucker hit the home run, he was, like, rolling on the ground on the train. I was like, ew, that's nasty. And I saw in-play runs. I was like, let's go. And it was so awkward because he was on the ground. And I was right in front of him. And, um, yeah, I felt bad about it. But, um, I mean, I, I thought it was a wrap from there. And Aaron Nola, this whole series did not really show up. Um, but speaking of showing up, Robert Valdez, let's recap game two right now. I watched this one, so I could talk with this about this one. Fromberg absolutely shoving for the whole what seven innings, I think, or six and one third. Six and a third. Yeah. Um, last year, I mean, I, that's what we kind of expected last year because the Braves had the highest ground ball percentage. The Astros had a top three defense last year, and Fromberg had the highest ground ball percentage. I thought Fromberg was gonna cook against the Braves last year. That was not the case, but this year he came through. And um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Fromber actually sucked in 2019. Fromber, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. Um, but he did. And 
he said in 2020 that his success came because he started seeing a therapist. And I swear, with every therapy session, this dude is getting even better. I thought he was, I mean, you remember that screenshot, right? I thought Frommer was going to be top three in Cy Young in 2021 because of 2020. I mean, mm-hmm. this year, he he, he could have been, to be honest, with that quality start streak. He could have been. Um, but it wasn't the case. Um, but he was cooking all year. He continued cooking throughout the postseason. In my opinion, he, after game two's performance, he could have been um, MVP. Uh, and then Zach Wheeler, dude, straight up. I mean, everyone was like, oh, the Mets got fleeced, right? He was, he was on the Mets, and then they took him from the Mets, and like the Mets looked dumb for not keeping him. And he almost won Cy Young last year. And then he came into the world. I mean, we thought Nola Wheeler was going to be a crazy punch because Nola went, like, perfect for six innings against the Astros in the regular season. We cooked Nola. It's just JV got cooked as well. We cooked Wheeler in game one. Three doubles in the first, what, five pitches? We needed that after such a demoralizing loss. Um, and then Bregy could hit the home run. The thing I noticed about Wheeler, though, is that this dude is efficient. He was only on, like, 60-something pitches when he got pulled in game two. So 69 pitches, to be exact. Nice. Um, so that was really interesting. I don't know how you guys deal with him all year because you guys face him a lot more than the Astros face him. But, um, I mean, if he was cooking against you guys, actually, no, the Mets aren't No, he wasn't. Like, he, he, he had that, like, one streak of, like, we went, two. We went like, nine and no against Nola and Wheeler this year. Oh, did y'all really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he's just cooking against the rest of the division because he has good numbers. I, I guess not La- against last the year, Last year was when he was actually owning us. Because when they retired won. Roy Holiday's number, they, he almost threw a perfect game. Yeah, that, that cannot be us, unfortunately. But game three, game three. Do we have to talk about game three? We don't have to talk about game three, right? <laughs> game three was... Um, you know, I mean, game three got delayed, so... Yeah, and we, we could just, you know, skip it over in the recaps. All, all we really know is that Lance McCullough Jr. became the first hitter to hit five home runs in a game. Um, so props to you, Lance. Congratulations. He's a great pitcher, too. I don't know if you know this. So, uh, oh, Shohei, you've got, you got some competition. I don't, I don't see Shohei hitting five home runs in a game like that. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was really bad. I, I ended up going to office hours, and I was watching the game in office hours, um, and I turned it off after Schwarber hit that home run. And I thought it couldn't get worse than that. I was like, you know, this is rock bottom, right? Four home runs. Brandon Marsh hit a home run. Like, I, there's no way they weren't cheating if Brandon Marsh is hitting a home run. I'm sorry, but Brandon Marsh is not – you're not that guy, Brandon. Um, and then Reese Hoskins, future Astro, um, hit a home run as well. Game four. Let's talk I'll, – I'll, I'll let you have game four. Even though I, I wanted to talk about it, but I'll let you have it. All right. Game four, the second combined no-hitter for the Astros this season. Second in World Series history. Christian first, Javier first started that no hitter actually in World Series history. First combined no hitter in World Series history. It doesn't matter. Christian Javier starts both combined no hitters for them. This was extremely efficient. He probably could have won another inning if he really wanted to, but absolutely but, not. 
I was when when you have when you have people like Brian Abreu and Rafael Montero that can go up, it's kind of easy to pull pull them, you know. Yeah, just a subtle dig though, really quick. We're not paying Brian Abreu or Rafael Montero twenty million dollars, so we'll talk about that later. But you know, um, I mean, the Mets aren't either, but you know. Um. Yeah, but you know, we'll we'll bring that for later. Anyways, on on the Philly side of things, Aaron Nola, four innings. Seven hits, three earned. It's not the ideal start you want for your number two guy. Could potentially be your ace. Overall choking in the World Series. It's just you don't want that to happen. You don't plan for that to happen, but it just happens. Speaking and then uh, of Aaron Nola, actually, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but I just got the notification that he, the Phillies have exercised his club option for 2023. So I didn't know he had an option. Dollars. So he'll be with the Phillies next year. Have fun. With Anthony that. Rizzo also just opted out too. Oh, he did. Rizzo opted out. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm not getting any mm-hmm. notifications. Okay, you're you're the news guy then. Well, we'll we'll talk about the free agents later on. Um, that's gonna be really fun. I have not thought about it yet, just because of the five day exclusive period. But we will talk about that. Um, and yeah, what were you saying? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't know where I was going with the the last part of that, but game five, <laughs> game five was 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 close. One one after the first. Sure, we're hitting a leadoff homer as he does. Ashos get another run in the fourth, and then another one in the eighth. Trey Mancini saving the game practically in the eighth, and then Chaz McCormick overall the sealer for the second out in the ninth. Overall, clinched it for the Astros in Game Five. Yeah, um, I I gotta ask, you're a Mets mm-hmm. fan, Noah Syndergaard. Last year, I, I think you were the one who brought it up. He said he'd be honored to be in a Mets uniform. I, I did. Signing with the it would be a tough pill to swallow for him not to be a Met. That, yeah. that, that's his exact words. As of signing with the Angels, which is already like, it's really a a gut punch after that quote. But then he ends up being traded to your division rivals, the Phillies. Mm-hmm. He was kind of cooked. But when Jeremy Pena hit that Mickey Mouse home run, what were you feeling? I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch the game of in, <laughs> in the ninth inning. I, I really didn't watch the playoffs after the Mets got eliminated, I'm going to be honest with you. But I, I, did see, I did see the highlight of it. It was it was a wall scraper. I'm not gonna lie. But. I, I didn't. I didn't have sound on. I was live streaming. Which, by the way, speaking of live streaming, TikTok, please unban me. I don't know why they keep banning me for like they say hateful behavior. I don't hate on anybody except Justin Verlander. Okay, so um, yeah, I was live streaming, so I didn't want to play it with the sound on because I just I didn't. And the way that Jeremy Payne hit that up. Like it had a lot of launch angle. I didn't. I didn't even think it was gonna hit. Uh, I didn't think it was gonna be hit hard. I didn't think it was gonna go. But Schwarber kept trailing. Uh, I think if Schwarber was a little faster, then I would have reacted faster. But he was really slow, so I didn't really know until the end. Um, and then, and then I I stopped watching because I had an exam. Justin Verlander. I thought he was cooked after the first at bat. Um. A lot of the narratives heading into that game was, is Justin Verlander actually the choker that everyone says he is? And after game one, I mean, game one was his best chance to get a win, 5 nothing lead. 
he had a no hitter going through like two innings, but still no hitter. I I think after the Shorba home run, he he kind of let that get to him. Like you could kind of see in his body language, he was like, "Oh shoot, maybe maybe I'm not that guy." Like, is Kate actually gonna like Giselle on me or? Okay, that sounds very weird. I was referring to Giselle like Tom Brady's wife. Okay, y'all, that sounded horrible. Okay, <laughs> and like the line's gonna say that he he did great, right? Five innings, one run, but it was not great at all. It was it, you put that performance up nine out of ten times. You get you're getting shelled, and you're not even reaching five innings. Um, he had runners in scoring position in four of the five innings that he's pitched. And it came down to Nick Castellanos just being cooked. So, JV, congratulations on your first win. I'm happy that you got, you got it. But let's be honest, I, I, I hope he opts out. I don't know if the decision has been made right now. I'm trying to. It hasn't yet. I think he will opt out. I think that's obvious. He just got nominated for Cy Young. He's probably going to win that. I'm not a fan of paying 40-year-olds $25 million. I know some people really? are fans of paying $40 million to 40-year-olds, um, but mm. I personally am not a fan of contracts like that. So if he opts out, knowing like how bad he was towards the end, like he, it wasn't even just a World Series. He was cooked in Seattle or against Seattle. And against New York, he allowed a home run to Harrison Bader, and that was it, but like, Everyone was drunk. I don't know how you... So, yeah. I hope he opts out. But he got the win. Good note to end it on. Yuli got hurt in Game 5. I hope he retires. He's a free agent right now. I think with how bad he was this season, that postseason was just a Mickey Mouse run for him. I'm glad he's going to... I hope he ends it on that note. But, yeah, he, he's cooked. So, I hope he's gone. Too. I hope he retires. Um, I don't want to see him in another uniform, and I don't want to see him in an Astros uniform. Um, game six. I can recap this one because this one was amazing. Uh, Robert Valdez again against Zach Wheeler. And Zach Wheeler this time was not cooked. His velo was back up. He had he, he was working everything. He broke three of our bats. I, I thought I thought his game plan was to honestly force us to use the Albert Pujols bats and then you know, get us disqualified or something. I don't know what was going on, but three bats broken in a span of two at-bats is insane. Um, he makes a play off of a broken bat. Um, and he was cooking until the end. He hit Maldonado. Do you think that was a... Well, what do you think about that? Did you watch that part? No. I watched I watched the uh, from the sixth on to the okay. clinch, obviously. So there was a little bit of a... There's a little bit of controversy because Maldonado pulled a Harrison Bader and he like stepped basically right next to the plate. He was still in the box and his hitting stance, hitting stance, batting stance, his arms are like this and the ball is like right here. So he like kind of pulled it in and they're like, oh, he's leaning into it. Uh, guys, leaning into it is like 11 SDS where you're sticking it out. <laughs> pulling it in is not leaning into it. In fact, you're like, you're, you're, you're taking up less space when you're pulling in. So um, that was not... I don't know how we missed that when we were recapping game one. I, I forgot, to be honest. I don't want to remember game one, okay? I was heated. Um, but yeah, Aledmus, I appreciate the effort, to be honest. 
Uh, what, what was it? Bases, bases uh, loaded or runners on second and third? It was runners on second and third. Dude, David Peterson. Is is it Peterson? Robertson? One of them? Um, David Robertson. Peterson's on the Mets. Extremely classless, dude. This dude said, I'm just going to spike one in the dirt so you guys think you guys have hope. And I'm going to crush it because it's Alemis Diaz on the, at the plate. Absolutely classless. Gave us fake hope. Made me think that we might win because Alemis Diaz, he was cooking last year. Um, and then three three out of the zone, one almost hits Alemis. The other actually does hit Alemis, but he's not awarded for it. Um, but yeah, we'll, 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 Alemis, we're going to forget about that just because you're a world champion now. Um, but yeah, and then Modernado was not leaning in, in my opinion. Um, he gets on, Altuve, fielder choice, gets on. Um, Jeremy Pena up the line or up the middle. Altuve gets a second. And then you said Wheeler was out after 69 pitches in game two. He had 70 pitches in game six. So this guy, I don't know. I don't know what he does, but last year he was an innings machine, right? This year, I mean, during the World Series, he didn't throw a lot of pitches. I mean, he started the year off hurt. So that might have played a factor into it. Yeah, he might only have pitched one hundred and fifty three innings compared to his two hundred close to last year. Well, the thing is, the Phillies were buns last year. I don't know why you would use your ace that much. Everyone's like, "Oh, Wheeler pitched a lot more innings. He should get the Cy Young over Corbin Burns." I'm mean, all that tells me is that your manager sucks and he's overusing your ace for no reason. Your games are over. Uh, I mean, it's similar to the same thing with Sandy Alcantara. He pitched almost 300 innings because he goes nine innings every start. Then they were out of it in mid-July or something. Yeah, that's... No reason to pitch him. Not smart, yeah. Uh, but Alcantara might actually win the world. <laughs> uh, oh, he, he probably is because he's just that yeah. good. But Yeah, but Corbin Burns was... I'm going to say it. Corbin Burns was near Jacob DeGrom good last year, so... There was no chance Wheeler was going to take that at all. Um, and then, yeah, he was cooked to begin the year. He was cooked to end the year. A lot of people were upset about taking him out, just like when uh, Rob Thompson took Nola out in game four. Just like um, Kevin Cash took out Blake Snell in game six. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the situation surrounding the Kevin Cash one in 2020, I was a bit of a casual at the time. So I didn't... So, Blake Snell had... I, I knew he was... I, knew he was an, I just don't know the analytical reason yeah, for he, it. He had, he had a no-hitter, and he was coming around the third part of the lineup, and he gave up a hit. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know why analytically... like I, Because for Wheeler, I get it. His velo goes down pretty linearly. Um when when he pitches more i'll put the chart up here maybe for y'all to see not for paddington paddington can't see it but it goes down Mm. pretty linearly and wheeler his velo was down in game two and he got cooked so i kind of get it for wheeler i don't think it was a bad decision i think it just played out badly and that just happens sometimes um i mean i'm not complaining i think jordan just with that swing kind of erased howie kendrick and Jorge Soler. So, you know, we could just forget about 2019 and 2021 now. Four-time champions, I guess, by default. 
but I don't, I don't, I don't see the reason for taking Snell out except for the third time through arguments, which I don't, I don't buy it too much, just because I haven't done the research myself. But yeah, who was the other one we we're talking about? Oh yeah, Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola got taken out. He he was cooked. Jordan is good. I, I don't see the issue. Is that you or me? That was me. That the motorcycle just drove by my house. Oh, uh, I was like, I thought it was like some echo. But yeah, um, all in all, absolute monster home run, four fifty dead center, literally above the fern. And from there, it was all she wrote. The Astros are your World Series champions, y'all. Um, and now we head into the off season. The Mets are super classless. They didn't even let us celebrate until the parade. This trainer decides to drop a bombshell signing for no reason and didn't even let us have our moment. But I guess you can talk I about I mean, that. on the bright side, there was 2 million people at the parade today. So, Actually, how do you know that? Because I know a lot of I people... I saw it on MLB. MLB tweeted it out. Because uh, I know some people, some Philly fans were like, oh, there would have been more uh, fans in 4 a.m. in Philadelphia than... Uh, whatever. Um, I mean, to be fair, they probably they probably would have been. Yeah, but they're all fake fans. So let me just let me just say this really quick about Philly fans. I'm I'm gonna take one last day. Did you see the Kyle Tucker controversy with the Philly fans? I don't think so. Kyle Tucker during the pre World Series like interviews, he was like, "Oh, I hope we can just win it in four. Um, but they're a really oh, good team, so it might I go did see that. And they got upset. Like, how do you get upset? I'm sorry, Philly fans. If you expect to lose, you're going to lose. And that's what happened. We expected to win. He said it might drag out a little longer because the Phillies are, the Phillies were for a moment a good team. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't, Philly fans, you guys are a bunch of losers. You guys left your own, uh, a World Series game. I don't get how you guys could do that. Um, Especially in a historic World Series game, like I don't care who's getting no hit. I'm watching that no hitter. I, I was there when Ross Stripling almost no hit the Orioles, or he almost perfect game the Orioles, and I was cheering really loudly when he lost it. But you know, um, I don't see how you guys can leave a game early. I I also sat through a 14 to two loss against the Oakland Athletics, the freaking Oakland Athletics. Knowing that I had to, I had to run back home to submit an assignment at midnight. I had every reason to leave early. I did not. So Philly fans, you guys are fake. Um, and yeah, what were we talking about before that? Oh yeah, yeah. Kyle Tucker. Uh, free agency. Okay. The Mets signing Edwin Diaz. I think a lot of Astros fans know. Just because, just because the Astros are a top two front office, in my opinion, we've seen a lot of master classes they put out. Twenty million dollars for a reliever is not the way to go, in my opinion. Um, it might end up well. He pitched really well this year. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from that. Edwin Diaz was the best closer in baseball, one of the best seasons by a reliever in history. But $21 million for a guy who pitches one inning every two, three days is not the way to go. I'd rather take Ryan Presley's contract 
than that, obviously. But I'll let you have at it, Paddington. It's your team. You can talk. I, I, I know you don't follow Andy Martino, obviously, but he's a Mets beach reporter. But So an important detail about Edwin Diaz's contract is 26.5 of his contract is deferred. So his AAV is more down to like 15-ish with um, that money being deferred. So he's still probably making $20 million this year just because of the $12 million signing bonus. But um, with that money being deferred, it makes the contract lengthier in a way because he can still opt out after year three. But if he doesn't, obviously, he still has that club option year six for $20 million. So with that money being deferred, it spreads out the money. So we have more... We have um, more leeway with the luxury tax, even though we're probably going over again. So, I'm pretty sure. I thought you guys were already over to start the year. To be honest, um, we're close to it. <laughs> uh, Kendall Graveman is 31 years old for reference, y'all. Because last year I was upset that we didn't give Kendall Graveman a three-year contract because we gave Hector Neris the same AAV but with one year less. He got. The Astros didn't want to give him three years. Edwin Diaz, if he gets that sixth year, he's under contract till he's 34. That's that's a huge commitment. A lot of money into that commitment. For a guy who's great, I mean, last year I said he was really unlucky, and he is elite. I just think with relievers, it's not even just that they don't pitch a lot, too. It's They're very volatile. Like, what did Liam Hendricks do this year? He was the best closer for like a good two years and then he kind of dipped a little he's still great he just it's really volatile josh Hader is another example one of the best just absolutely cooked this season towards the until the end same thing with rizal iglesias he got a huge contract got cooked towards the end the end um relievers are just really volatile so i wouldn't i wouldn't take that risk it could work out don't get me wrong it could work out it's just not a smart move in general. But again, I don't think the Lindor or Scherzer contract was a smart move either. So Steve Cohen is just flexing on us. Uh, I had a really good point to bring up, and then I forgot it. Go, go, yeah. While you think about it, going back to that contract, his six-year option is a club option. So if he doesn't opt out of his player option in 2026, he still has that club option to bounce back on. And if the Mets don't think it was a good contract, they, they can just, you know, decline his club option, obviously. But, you know. I usually don't make statements early just because I know I've seen a lot of people get clipped on and it, it bounces back. Like that one dude who said that NL East is over, I usually oh, don't. Sal, Sal uh, Licata or something. Yeah, I, I would never want to end up like him. So I usually don't say this, but I will say it right now, six years ahead. Or five years ahead, that club option is not getting exercised. There's no chance it's getting exercised. I Gene Segura got his club option declined. He's a free yeah, agent. Yeah, I saw that in that tweet as well. I just didn't think it was relevant enough to talk about. I mean, with Trey Turner being a free agent, all the Philly fans want Trey Turner in Philadelphia. And with Gene Segura being gone, now that really helps them get him. But I also saw the Mets are going to try to push hard for Trey Turner too. Over the last 24 hours, they were looking at Trey Turner and 
really trying that sounds to like see. tampering. I hope you guys know. I hope the Mets know that they still can't talk no, to other no. players right now. That, that sounds <laughs> they illegal. Were, they weren't talking to him. They were thinking of ways that they can get him in. So, like, pause. But <laughs> they're trying to figure out ways that they can try to appeal to Trey Turner to make him come to New York over a place like Philly, the other the Yankees, obviously. Unfortunately, Trey Turner is an Astro, but, you know, it's right. cute that you guys are trying. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's say, an Astro. He, he's an Astro. Um, it's already, like, it's done. Like, we're, we are tampering. We're cheaters, so we got away with it. My inside sources within the Astros say that Trey Turner's already signed the contract. We're just waiting until the tampering period is over to announce it. Guys, this is false, so don't, like, I'll just, I'm kidding. So before y'all, like, actually source me or something, my only my only inside source is with the Braves. And to be honest, I, I had no idea about the Hilliard trade, so <laughs> my source isn't that active. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, you could get one Aaron with two Edwins. So, and I'll be honest. What? I'd rather have one Aaron because Aaron's going to play for nine innings for like 150 games probably. And by Aaron, I, I mean, I hope you know what I'm talking about, right, Paddington? I mean, I, I didn't understand what you were talking about, but now I do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying I'd rather have one Aaron Judge, $42 oh, million dollars oh, for five years. <laughs> I think he'll take – I thought you were talking about Aaron Nola. Oh, no. Why would you pay Aaron Nola $42 I mean, million? Dollars? I mean, he's, <laughs> getting, he, he's getting 18, so it's basically 42. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can have one Aaron Judge, five years, forty-two AAV. I think he'll take that. To be honest, he's thirty; he doesn't have as much leverage as people think. Then two Edwin Diaz's. To be honest with you guys, um, so if you're if you're aiming for Aaron Judge, I don't see why you would do that to Edwin Diaz first. But. We'll see I mean, Cohen said he's not bidding for Aaron Judge until, you know, yeah. yeah. That sounded like the most loser thing ever. It sounded like he was trying to, like, show some class or something. He was like, that was, like, so stupid. Like, just take your opponent's yeah. guys. He is a classy guy. He he did he's invite Edwin guy. for he dinner. Tweeted about, he tweeted about Lindor getting hurt by a door, did he? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think he did. I'm pretty I, I don't sure think he, he did. I'm pretty sure he did. I, I don't see if I can look it up. I don't, I don't think he did. Steve Cohen... Lindor. Why do you do that? I'm gonna go get my chocolate chips. So, what is that? <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, dude, that is so loud. Oh my gosh, that hurts so bad. Never do that again. <laughs> um, cause my my headphones are like jacked up right now. Cause I could, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Steve Cohen on June second, twenty twenty. That was this year. He tweeted, Lindor got, just got hurt by a door. Iconic. Or ironic. Uh, personally, if my owner tweeted that uh, about me, I'm I'm demanding a trade right away. Um, Sucks to be him. He has a no trade clause. And speaking of speaking of Aaron Judge, you know a no trade clause does not mean he can't demand a trade, right? It doesn't matter. Reject the trade. Um, Aaron Judge, another good... Bitter for Aaron Judge is the San Francisco Giants, and it's weird because my source 
is telling me that the Braves are working to. Let's just say the the Braves are working on something with the Giants that you would not expect the team who's trying to trade for or who's trying to sign Aaron Judge to, you know, make that move. Um, I don't want to say too much because I don't I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Um, and my source also says the Braves are broke right now. They don't have they are. money to get Dansby Swanson. Everyone's saying Dansby's going to stay. Everyone's saying, oh, maybe DeGrom's going to head to Atlanta. Guys, that's simply not happening. Sorry. Um, you guys are going to love Sam Hilliard, though. He's, he's got great exit velocity numbers. And to be honest, I'm kind of high on Hilliard. Um, but speaking of DeGrom, then... Did he opt out yet? Today's the opt-out day, right? Him and Taiwan Walker opted out. Okay, nobody cares about Taiwan Walker, though. <laughs> uh, DeGrom is not a man anymore, I think. And I think teams would be dumb to take DeGrom because he's 34. He's wanting a big contract, obviously. He has injury issues. And he was kind of cooked towards the end of the season. So, if oh, I'm the Astros... Bunny had a $14 million club option, excuse me. Who? Dylan Bundy. Oh, no, he was on the Twins, right? Did they mm-hmm. exercise him? Uh, no, they declined it, obviously. Yeah, I would decline it, too. He's kind of fun. Um, and Josh Harrison declined his player option. Oh, no, it was a club option. I, I expected that, too. Um... And Orodon opted out. We have so many free agents this year. Um, Tommy Pham, too. Don't care about him, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, DeGrom. If I'm, if I'm the Astros, I mean, we already have a stacked rotation, but we're probably going to lose Fernander. I'm not even looking at Jacob DeGrom. I'm not even giving him a call. He is He's going to be an overpay, no matter what, probably. He's a huge risk. He's high reward, but I don't think that reward's going to pan out. Where do you think he's going to go to? Hold on, I'm looking at something. Okay. I need to set a note to edit out the... October, October 4th, the Grom will be an ass show for $5 million by Gordon. I never said that. That you did, though. Send me the link to that. I never said... Wait, don't send me it yet, though. Don't, don't send me it yet, though. Because, no, no. Oh, screenshot, wait, screenshot and text it to me, but don't text it yet because right now my notifications are so loud it's burning my head. I, I, I will, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I was going to imply. Oh, yeah, you were going to spam me with a bunch of notifications. To, uh, mm-hmm. just, just DM it to me then, DM it to me because I don't get Guys, I never said that. You guys know the Ronald Acuna tweet? Um, oh, anyways, back to Jacob the Crown. Obviously. Okay, $5 million he's either, he's either going to stay with the Mets, or I think he goes down south to Texas. No, not the, the Astros. The Rangers are looking for... Uh, 
Rangers are looking for everything. Let's be real here. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I don't see how you're gonna spend half a billion dollars on your middle infield just to still suck. Like, did they even get third? Like, were they even ahead of the Angels? Who were just on a. I think so. Best? They were just because the Angels were. If somebody horrible. said, somebody commented recently, you're not ready for oh, the no, run. They're, they're go on. I don't think the Rangers are ready for the run either. They were only eight yeah. games better than the A's. They're absolute buns. Um, I think the A's are buns too, actually. I was going to say something nice about the, break, the A's, but I just... The A's don't even have any guaranteed contracts for next year. I mean... Like they don't have a guaranteed player for next to year. To be honest, I know a lot of people hate tanking. <laughs> Cliff Frazier just signed with some... If you saw me laughing earlier, called. that's what I was laughing at. Cliff Frazier? Mm-hmm. The Photoshop looks so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people don't like tanking. But to be honest, I'm a huge proponent of going all in or all out. And the Braves, not the Braves, the A's are going all out. So good for them. They're going to go all out and then in a few years go all in. I don't see what's wrong with that. Um, I get that the people of Oakland don't like it. it sucks for you guys. Um that's what you guys get. You guys are not very nice to me, so screw you guys. I don't feel bad for you guys at all. Um, I will enjoy watching the Astros sweep you guys in Oakland. Um, but yeah. Speaking, speaking of tanking, earlier they posted the draft lottery odds. So I'll just go through those real quick. Do we have a lottery? Yeah. It uh, got implemented. Mm-hmm. So, Nationals, A's, and the Pirates are tied. They each have a 16.5% chance of getting the first overall pick, followed by the Reds with 13.2, then the Royals with 10, the Tigers with 7.5, the Rangers with 5.5, the Rockies 3.9, Marlins 2.7, Angels 1.8, Diamondbacks 1.4, Cubs 1.1, and then the Twins Red Sox, White Sox, Giants, Orioles, everybody out after that, less than a 1% chance of getting the first overall pick. I hope you know I'm not remembering any of that. Um, Doesn't matter. J- just know the Nationals, the A's, and the Pirates have the best chance of getting the first overall pick. Just know that the Astros are just going to hack into the system and get the first overall pick. So. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I wouldn't either. Actually, no, that's the Cardinals going to do. Cardinals literally did hack into our database, and that's why we got taking that Jovic. So, um, I mean, how crazy would that be, though, if the Astros got the first overall pick after losing their first and second for two years? Um, I mean, I don't watch college ball. Is there anyone like promising this year? I know last year there was. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Drew Jones, and the year before those, um, Jack Leader. Or Kamar Rocker, you know, former future Met. Uh, so hold on, Mo. I got more news here. So if the Mets and the Dodgers exceed the initial competitive balance stacks threshold of twenty of two hundred and thirty million dollars by more than forty million, their picks will drop by ten spots. Good. Just that's amazing. I love that. Good. That's the Dodgers. So the Mets will drop to 32 and then. Were the Mets above luxury in 2021? 
way above. In twenty twenty one. Not way above, but they were above. Yeah. Well, that's fine because it's your third above. year. I think it's because you're the only team that's three years. It's about. It's gonna be your third year if you guys do that. That's why. Um. I mean, do the Mets? Are the Mets really known for developing any talent? I mean, they did develop Rafael Montero. Brandon Negron, Jacob DeGrom, Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard is buns. Rafael Montero, unironically, Jerry's familiar was good. If Jacob DeGrom is cooked next year, Rafael Montero might have the best season amongst the three, which would be amazing. Uh, I don't know where Montero's going to go, though. I hope he stays. I have a picture with him, so... Yeah, who else? Okay, I'm going to go on spot track to see other free agents. But, I'm already uh, on it. So, we have Carlos Correa, Trevor Bauer, David Price. Okay, let's, talk about, let's talk about the, the shortstop thing. You guys got Trey right, Turner. Me... You guys got mm-hmm. Carlos Correa. Nancy Swanson proved me wrong, unfortunately. Um, and I just want to say right now, like I want to clear it up. Last year, when I said Andrew Swanson would be double A talent if he wasn't, if he didn't attract women, guys, I'm gonna be honest. I was, I was kind of down horrendously. I just wanted to reel in some Dance Me fangirls into my comment section. It ended up not being that. Um, it ended up being like a bunch of dudes who had never seen Statcast, and then some girls, but they were like all basically underage and I was like I'm not messing with that so um, it didn't work for me but I just wanted to clear up why I said that I love Dansby I was a Dansby truther when he was in Arizona um, but at the same time like his numbers weren't great I wasn't lying about that part this year his numbers were great in the all-star game heading to the all-star game and he kind of fell off so I think he'll be I think he signs with the Dodgers. The Dodgers need a competent replacement for Trey Turner, but a monetarily feasible replacement for Trey Turner. They have Carlos credit twice for some reason. Because of his player option, same with Andrew Bogart. That's the only reason. Um, Trevor Bauer... <laughs> It's never gonna play again. How did like did the appeal even do anything? Like I, I think he's cooked. He's never playing again. I feel like. Um, I mean, he's not he's not playing this year, but next year he, he's you know he's there. I think. This I is feel like I feel like somebody's picking him up. I don't think anyone's gonna pick him up. I, I, I feel like somebody's somebody has to give him a shot. I I don't think so. I think we're in a point in time now that if you have any allegations on you. You're you're done. Like the Astros. That's not like, true. Marcelo Zuna still plays baseball. Yeah, but he was under contract, so I think once he's a. So is Trevor Bauer. Yeah, but I'm saying once Bauer's done with that contract, which he's very likely. I mean, if the suspension doesn't get appealed, he's done. Like the contract's over. Nobody's gonna pick up a free agent with those allegations. You saw with Roberto Ozuna. You saw with Yasiel Puig. I think we're gonna. Yeah, we allegation. I think he had a. I think it was like at a basketball game, and he had an allegation for like domestic violence there, and that's why he's in Korea right now. I mean, I know uh, the Braves were about to pick up another criminal, but then he got COVID. So. 
well, W COVID. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't think Trevor Bauer was ever going to see another major league baseball. Um, but he's got content going for him right now. He's got a whole fan base of dudes who will just say free power for no reason. I mean, don't get me wrong. The video that they released of that of that uh, lady smiling, I'll be honest, it's, it's, it's a pretty bad look for her. But I still think with the backlash, it's just, I don't see it happening. Um, and that's just the world we live in right now. So I'm being realistic here. I'm not saying whether he should or shouldn't. I don't think he will. That's what I'm saying. Um, David Price, he's retiring, right? I'm pretty sure. I think Verlander's going to be a Mets, to be honest. The Mets are known for overpaying old people. I mean, that's not the reason that he was going to be a Met, but, you know, if you want to take it that way, you can. (laughs) Carlos Rodon, another person who, outside of his contract, I do think he's coming to the Mets, too. I think he's going to be an Astro, actually. Not Um, because of the Met bias, but honestly. I think he's an Astro because of the the Astro's bias. I I, I I think he comes to New York either way. Imagine facing Rodon and then Frommer. That's that's a deadly... We we probably have the best lefty duo in baseball in Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez. And we can have the best lefty pitching duo with Rodon and Frommer. Don't even... Don't even lie like that, Rodon. We can forgive you for all you said about the Astros. I mean, we beat you guys anyways after that in that season. Just come on over, Carlos. Um, do you think? Do you think the Astros are even gonna give Carlos Correa a call? Cause I feel like it's kind of weird. Like, I even just like, oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? Like, I, I feel like I don't know. Cause the Astros don't need a shortstop, but. Don't get me wrong, they could still upgrade. Like, Jeremy Pena was really mid for the regular season. He had an amazing postseason, one of the best postseasons I've seen. But he was really mid through the regular season. They could still upgrade him. I think for now they have to focus on first base. And then maybe the outfield. And then, which is why I want Trey Turner. Trey Turner was kind of buns in the outfield, but he still played outfield and shortstop. So he gives that versatility. You said Jeremy Pena, and I remembered the time when he ran into Jordan. That's not funny. <laughs> it was it, it was hilarious because it he, was, he barely hit Jordan and he just tumbled. That, that's that's not funny. <laughs> Why would you? Jordan is such a crybaby. I'm not gonna lie. Did you see the video of him getting carted out? <laughs> and then... I, I I still haven't seen that video, but I bet it's hilarious. Because no, he didn't know he almost fell off the cart because he didn't know it was going. <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. Um, but that's not funny. I don't know why you laugh at Jeremy Pena and Carlos, not Carlos, and Jordan Alvarez getting rocking with that. Um, I was very nervous, actually, because Jordan Alvarez is generational. Um, I mean, you know who else is generational? Jason Cash. Jason Cash. Yeah, okay, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Negative three WRC plus is still beating the Mets. That, that that was literally the one thing I was thinking about because his last I think that was his last at bat too, um, and I don't know who he went who he went yard against, but that, was, that was the difference between the Mets being in the wild card series and being in the division series. I mean, to be fair, every one of their what sixty one losses was the reason. 
Yeah, but Jason Castro negative three rated runs created plus. I, I think I think you can say that's your main reason for losing to the Padres in the wild card series. Um, we can also talk about Joe Musgrove later, but we might not have that. Yeah, but we can talk about Joe Musgrove now. Okay. <laughs> Joe Musgrove. I mean, we can make we can make it real quick. He was obviously cheating. There, there's no doubt in my mind anymore. His spin rate was very suspicious. I'm not. I don't want to say he was cheating, just because a lot of other pitchers had suspicious spin rates. Nicholas Junior. slider had suspicious spin rates. Romber checked out. Yeah, they were suspiciously loud. Zach Wheeler checked out. Aaron Nola did not check out. Ranger Suarez checked out. Verlander actually did check out. I was kind of hoping he was cheating, but he was not. Um, the difference is they check out. Or they were above, but you didn't see anything on their ear. Because when, you know, you, you sweat, nothing gets in your ear. There was obviously something in his ear, so. But we don't know if it's like, I, I, I don't want to get sued. I mean, so I'm not, I'm not going to say. The only person, the only I'm person that knows oh, maybe it's different baseballs. Maybe it's different baseballs. I mean, it's the postseason. Maybe. I'm not good. I'm not trying to get slandered here. <laughs> so, Joe, your the fact is your spin rates were not consistent with your regular season spin rates. Um, whether that means you were cheating or whether it means the atmosphere is different, that is up for interpretation. So, the only true person that knows is Joe. You're, gonna, you're, you're about to make me call a lawyer or something, please. You can, oh, you can, you can call him. You're about to get loaded suit out, dude. Like this is gonna be our last. I don't, episode. I don't care. This is. I will over, DM Joe Musgrove after this and ask him for an interview. I, Let me see. Actually, he's, he's not going to answer. Back. But I already simulated the data. I'm just trying to see where. Uh, okay, let's do mean analysis. <laughs> While you do that, I'll talk about Korean baseball. So. Juan Lagares facing off against Yasiel Puig in the Korean series. Juan Lagares hits a game-winning two-run homer in one of the games. I'm pretty sure Yasiel Puig's team ended up winning the whole series, but, you know. It's Isn't Lagares a position player? Yeah. Why was he facing off against? He wasn't facing off. He was playing against his team. Uh, okay, I messed up, y'all. Um... Hold on, let me just Musgrove. I thought I simulated everything. Turns out I did not. So we we could we could talk about my studies here once. Oh, never mind. Just kidding. We have it. So what I did for Joe Musgrove and a lot of other pitchers was based off how many of each pitch type he threw in the um, in the postseason. I simulated or I took random samples from the regular season of those pitches and saw how many of those samples had a median spin rate or mean spin rate above or equal to what he had in the postseason. So if it if it checks out, then it would be within that range. And literally, the, the bar is not high. All you have to do... Hold on. All you have to do is have 5%. Of your samples check out and that counts as checking out um 
I took a hundred thousand samples, I think, maybe ten thousand, a hundred thousand, I think. Uh, where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Post pitching is usage. Okay. Sorry. I took a hundred thousand samples. Zero of those samples, zero out of a hundred thousand samples for cutters, whatever FC stands for, fastballs, uh, sliders, zero of those samples checked out for those pitches. The sinker, yeah, the sinker 0.0, no, 0.1% checked out, um, for one of them. I forgot whether median was first or mean was first. He threw a hundred fastballs. So I took a sample. I took a hundred thousand samples of a hundred fastballs, and zero of those samples checked out. That's incredibly suspicious. Cutters, sixty-one cutters in the postseason. A hundred thousand samples of sixty-one cutters. None of them checked out. So. It's incredibly suspicious from Joe Musgrove. I'm not saying he was cheating. I'm just saying there's something wrong with doing that. They're going to get us sued. Uh, he's kidding, y'all. He's kidding. Uh, I'm not kidding at all. Literally kidding. 52 sliders. Zero checked out. So, yeah. Um, really suspicious. Let's just go back to the free agents, please. All right. Uh, Catcher free agents, Christian Vasquez, Wilson Contreras. It's pretty Contreras. much all I care about. I, I I think I think Contreras goes to the Astros. I do. Did, did you hear also, about the deal that got shot down? Yeah, I sent it to you, man. Well, I said it first. But I, I was the one that sent it. No, but yeah, but I, okay. Anyways, um. So 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 what happened? I, I sent it like an hour before you said it but it just didn't send for some reason no i sent it an hour before i actually sent it it just that didn't send either that's that's what happened you know so yeah instagram instagram was down for a little bit i'm not gonna lie oh i was kidding i mean instagram was actually down though uh, um can you believe it i mean like looking back now we we can still get wilson Contreras and still keep because of your keep but I cannot. I mean, to be believe- fair, Jose, your key sucks. So, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Jose, I love you. Um, I, he said that, not me. We're homies, Jose. Uh, he took a picture with me the same. So, <laughs> speaking of taking a picture of the Astros players, nobody told me Luis Garcia speaks English. I was, I was like, oh, I don't know how uh, you didn't know Luis, that. Luis, photo, photo. <laughs> I was trying to speak Spanish to like poor before. <laughs> And then he speaks English. Uh, it was the worst thing ever. Um, Anyways, yeah. back to catchers. I, I, I think, can't believe um, that got shut down. I would have <laughs> Oh, Gary Sanchez is a free agent. Is he actually? Yeah. I love Gary Sanchez. Um, he gave me a Anyways, I, th- I think Christian Vasquez is a Met. I really do. You should take him. He's like James McCann. I mean, he's better than James McCann. Then knowing me saying that, he's just going to be horrible. He's kind of buttons with us towards the end of the year, to be honest. 
Both him and Trey were both trying to punch with us. To be fair, Dusty Baker used him like one out of every hundred games. Which is why he should not get an offer to return this year. But from what I'm hearing, he will. Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini is a Met too. So. Trey Mancini is a neutral option, unfortunately. Yeah, he I can use to the Mets too. I think he's gonna exercise it. So, um, so it's up to the Astros whether they want to keep him. You know what's dumb though? James Click might not be the Astros GM next year. Like, there's some reports that Jim Crane was not happy with him. Yeah, you, he's not happy because he's using losing. analytics, right? Yeah, he's an old head, uh, Jim Crane. There's three people I could think of who I'd rather have instead of James Clark. Three people in this whole world. One of them is me. Oh. The other one is, I, I can't say who the other one is, but um, he used to be with the Astros. That's all I could say. And Okay, four people. The, the, another one is Oz Ocampo, the guy who's now assistant GM with the Marlins. He basically signed all those... Uh, international players that took us to the World Series. And then the last one's Alex Anthropoulos, because I love Alex Anthropoulos. He's amazing. He's not leaving Atlanta, so... Well, he should. But the only the only one realistic, to be honest, that might actually replace James Click is me. So, um, I, I don't see that happening, though. I, I mean, I'm sure we can make a trade Billy Epler for James Click one for one. I'm pretty sure we don't want that. Um... But that might actually happen. Like, it's so stupid. I don't know how. I don't know how any any sane person can say we don't want James Click. Let's talk about James Click. I know you don't know much about him because you're not an Astros fan. He he did have a rough go for a little bit, but if he does leave the Astros, I'm just gonna take this time to talk about how great he was. He absolutely fleeced the Mariners when he took Rafael Montero. And Kendall Grayman and gave away Abraham Toro. I don't know what the Mariners were thinking, but um, that was an amazing trade. An Abraham Toro baseball card. That's all well, I wanted to add to the conversation. He's kind of buns. I would have burned it. Um, oh. He drafted Tyler Whitaker, who was um, expected to go higher, but just because he was in high school, it wasn't expected that we would sign him. We did sign him. We got him because we lost our two draft picks in the beginning, but it doesn't matter. And then, this year in the draft, he took a bunch of college players just so that he could take Ryan Clifford towards the end, give him a huge signing bonus, and keep him. Because Ryan Clifford had a Vanderbilt uh, commitment, so he was basically, like, nobody thought he was going to leave that. James Click got him to leave that. James Click signed Jordan to that six-year extension. James Click signed Ryan Presley to an extension. Um, the trade didn't go too well in the deadline, but that's between him and those two. I think James Click is an amazing GM. If the Yankees somehow get rid of Brian Cashman, the Yankees signing James Click will be a match made. I don't in... think the Yankees are smart enough to do that. Well, I don't think the Astros are smart enough to keep him. With the least most respect, obviously. I don't think the Yankees are smart enough to do that. Yeah, the Yankees... <laughs> Let's talk about the LCS a little bit, actually. Just because I'm loving the run that we went on. Did anyone expect a sweep like that? Because I did not. I did. That was the most anticlimactic 
I mean, I expected it to be closer, obviously, but I expected a sweep. It was it was so bad that I told you to go to the game. It was twenty dollars for game four. I wanted my sister to go there, but she had exams, so she couldn't. I, I had exams I too. I would have gone. Watching the Astros for twenty dollars in postseason against the Yankees—that's an amazing experience. Not even watching the Astros. Watching the Astros clinch. Yeah, the ceremony itself would have been worth twenty dollars. And there's a free game on top of that. So th- that was so anticlimactic. The Yankees fans, for what, 2020, 20, 21, three years, were like, oh, once we get you, we're going to get you. They got no hit. They got swept in three separate series, if you think about it, because it was a one-game series and a two-game series, and then the ALCS. And then in 2021, they, they let all two of a walk off against them again. It's not a rivalry anymore. The Astros don't have a rivalry with anyone except the Mariners, maybe. Um, and I think moving forward, okay, you know, I'm not trying to end up like that Mets dude, so I'm not going to say anything. I think the best team in the AL, though, is the Houston Astros. I'm not saying they're going to win the AL every the year. the best team in baseball is the Houston Astros. That's facts, in my opinion. But like moving forward in the AL, I think... It's a very safe bet. Not a sure bet. The AL is not over. But it's a pretty safe bet to say you're one and two in the AL are the Houston Astros right. and the Seattle. Let's hypothetically say next year around spring training, Astros to win the AL is at least plus a thousand. I'd put my money on that. I, I, that's I'll what I'll say. On that. I'll put a hundred dollars on that. Actually, I don't bet because I'm not trying to lose $100 at the same time. But I'll put $100 on that. Uh, are you even old enough to vote? Or not vote? Uh, uh, next year. August 19th. Okay, so don't... Guys, he's kidding. He's not going to put $100 on the Astros. Right. He cannot... Let, he legally let, let, cannot say, do let, this. Let's say August 20th, if, if Astros to win he the AL. He legally cannot do this. Is that plus 1000 I put my money on that. Okay, there we go. Uh, oh, Martin Maldonado is a free agent? Yeah, you don't have a catcher. I think it's a vesting option. I thought he... Dude, doesn't I, matter. He's mid anyways. I hope he's gone. Can we talk about Marty Maldonado using illegal bats? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why it was illegal. I, that That's what's confusing me. I mean, I didn't it's read the article, but... It's because, like, the way it shatters is very dangerous. So he was trying to kill Aaron Ola, which... I mean, I would too, but the Mets already did that. Guys, he's kidding. He is kidding. I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding at all. Stop. Look at the stats. Uh, Xander Bogarts, I think he could be a Met, to be honest. Um, I don't think Bogarts. I think Bogarts is going to the Braves, in my opinion. My honest opinion. I think the Braves don't have that money, like I've been saying. You'll be surprised. It's Alex Anthopoulos. I won't be surprised. I literally literally have a source in the Braves. (laughs) Like, what? You'll you'll be surprised. It's Alex Anthopoulos. Okay. Anyways, Trey Turner. (laughs) Trey Turner is either going to St. Louis or the Mets. Xander Bogarts, I feel like he's either going back to Boston or he's going to Atlanta. I don't think the Boston are, I don't think the Red Sox are getting anything in the near future. 
I mean, they're getting an extension for Rafael Devers. That's what they're getting. They're going to say that, and they're going to try to lowball him. I think he's going to bet on himself. I mean, they have been trying to lowball him, but... Yeah, he is... Who needs a third baseman in the upcoming years? Um, The Mets, because Escobar is out after this year. Okay, he's a Met then. I, I could, I could see it. the thing about the Mets is I could see anyone going to the Mets. Yeah, and I could still see them losing right away. I, like, I do dude, too. I, 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 I feel like I, the Mets I had win one hundred and twenty games and still not win the division. It's, it's, I had it's crazy. I trusted the Mets this year. I thought they were actually going to go far. I thought they were going to be the NL East that took us down this year. They were literally my NL team, and you guys betrayed me by losing to the Padres. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, after after they made the wild card, I did say the Mets are either winning the World Series or losing in the wild card. So, well, I don't even know. Like, how does that even happen? Just be like the Astros. Don't lose to a bad team. Pretend like twenty twenty one never happened or twenty nineteen. Jose Abreu, thirty six. I feel like. I do feel there, like he he's a top candidate for a DH as the Mets or the or the Cardinals, honestly. One of the other. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay, the thing about Abreu is that this dude is old, but he's not slowing down at all. Um, the White Sox are not expected to pick him up. He had a one thirty seven weighted runs created plus last year. That's better than twenty twenty one. I want him to sign with the Astros because we desperately need a first baseman. But way, if we don't, we can take Twitter, John Hammond is very late. Huh? If you're keeping up with Twitter, John Hammond is very late. Yeah, no, he's he's never... You just not, tweeted have, about Anthony Rizzo opting out. I have as many sources as John Hammond. I hope you know this. Like, this is not... I'm not I think you have more sources than John Hammond. I probably do. Like, it's not even an exaggeration. Um... By the way, the fact that I even have a source is pretty freaking cool. Um, it's so weird seeing like all these videos now of like people are like, oh, the Braves are staying, or I really hope Dansby signs. The Braves are getting the Mets, or not the Mets. The Braves are getting to Grom. And the Braves are getting the Mets, by the way. I, I, somebody they got the Mets in twenty twenty two. Okay, um, they, they literally own you guys. Sadly, the only um, team, the only team that won the season series against the Mets, by the way. Other than the Astros and the Cubs. Yeah, we still we still have you guys didn't win a single game against the Astros. I thought I thought the I mean we would have won a game if it wasn't for Jason Gash. Well just tell your pitchers not to give up an absolute bomb to a negative three Smith to opt out of his contract next year. (laughs) Oh, is he still wait, was he I didn't hear much of him afterwards. Was he playing still? I mean, I mean, he got. I, I'm pretty sure he had a phantom injury after that game. And man, he, he he was he was good once he came back. To be honest, after giving up a home run to a negative three rated runs created plus player, I would have a phantom injury too. Okay, yeah, actually, it, it boosted I him to an eleven WRC plus. Huh? It boosted him to an eleven WRC plus. That's fourteen points. That's insane. One hit. Um, you guys should take him. Eleven. That, that's pretty good, right? Is that better than James McCann? It might be. Um, Surprisingly, but no. Speaking of 
uh, Carlos Correa first. I did a poll on Twitter asking Astros fans if that if Carlos Correa even gets a call from the Astros. Thirty votes, ninety three point three percent no, and I'm pretty sure it would have been a hundred percent, but it was like it was like twenty to nothing, and then I commented. I'm gonna need at least one person to vote yes, so this doesn't look dumb. Thank you. <laughs> so, Houston kind of they they have an idea of what they think of Carlos Correa. I just voted on it and I voted no. By the way, I don't know why you did that. But... See, now that makes the now that makes the whole graphic. When I screenshot later, it's not gonna match what I said. So I don't know why you would screw me over like that. To be honest, <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay. What else? We have. We didn't even know. talk about the main, a main topic. Brandon Nimmo. Oh, he's an Astro. Yeah, he's not hey, even that. Can, can I can I just mention how much I was cooking with that Chaz McCormick Brandon Nimmo thing? I that mean, trade was that. You're, you're lucky we're PG, or else I would say some very choice words. No, no, that that trade was amazing because Chaz McCormick, again, one of baseball's best defenders. Again, a solid center fielder. Four more years of team control. Yeah. I will, I, if I'm the Mets, I would do that. Let's let's go back to some trades that Gordon made. No, let's not Jeff do that. McNeil for G- Garrett Crochet and a player to be named later. If that player to be named later was Tim Anderson, okay? <laughs> Brandon oh. for Chaz McCormick, Peter Solomon, and a player to be named later. To be honest, I... You guys should not have taken like it should have just be one for one. To be honest, I'm 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 dead serious. Chaz McCormick for four years would have been worth more than Brandon Nimmo for one year. I'm not I'm dead serious. That was I was cooking. We would have lost that trade. To be honest with you, um, how many how many game saving World Series catches does he have? Um, Brandon Nimmo. He has a season saving catch. All that matters. Well. And you're not, you're also acting like Castellanos is a hard out to get. He's not. It was JT so, actually, unfortunately. I, I I know. Even if JT has said that, well, Castellanos is an easy out. So it really doesn't matter. I think this was the day. No, okay. I don't want to make that joke. But uh, yeah, great great trade. It, 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 it was the day, by the way. Um. Brandon it was Nimmo. either the day or the day after. I think it was the day after, or I I don't we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> uh, are there any and other? If you know we're applying, you should know. What? Are there any other trades that I did? Dude, our our old graphics are kind of cool. No. From our what graphics I you don't know. Um. Uh, yeah. So that I was cooking with that trade. I mean. You guys were watching. Would you guys do that trade? Chaz McCormick for Brandon Nimmo last year. One year, Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo did great, by the way. I, I expected that. But Chaz McCormick for three extra years. Cheap. And now he's going to be an Astro. Like, you might as well just take a take Chaz McCormick, you know? And I think, was this his first season ever staying healthy? Um, No, he did it in 20... 20- 18, I think. 2017, something like that. No idea. Oh, yeah, wait. Michael Conforto. He's he's not 
signing with any team anytime soon. He's playing on the Long Island Ducks next year. That's where he's going. He's going to have a heated rivalry with the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. How about the Hashes are going to sign him last second, to be honest? Uh, there's nothing really else to say, I think. Are there any other players? Brandon Drury? Um, he's not that big. He's probably going to sign with, like, the Red Sox or some random thing. Uh, respect my former only connection to a major league player. No, how about that? He was amazing, okay? Uh, yeah. Outfitters. Oh, yeah, oh, no, let's talk about awards. Brandy. Michael Bradley is probably going to be an Astro. Let, let me pull up the finalists. Yeah, I'll just go then by how MLB tweeted it. So, AL MVP is obviously probably going to be Judge. Uh, respect Jordan? Hey, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disrespecting Jordan. I'm just saying. Means, I, I saw, I saw um, someone just yesterday pick Vanessa Hudgens over Haley Seinfeld. I can see voters after that. I can see voters picking Jordan Alvarez over Aaron Judge. Because uh, I, I, I opinion, think it's unanimous. In my opinion, Vanessa Hudgens over Haley Steinfeld is more egregious than um, Jordan Alvarez over Aaron Judge. And I think Otani still has a chance. Anyways, NLMVP. Paul Goldschmidt, Machado, Arenado. If Lindor doesn't, if Lindor doesn't get hurt by that door, he probably wins it. But. Lindor, no, I, I think you're overestimating Lindor, to be very honest with you. I'm not overestimating anything. I, I really think you are. I, I don't think his offense is up, up to par with the others. His offense was amazing. He had a career year. He had a career year, but it was still kind of... It was, it was good, care. but it wasn't It was an MVP good. Let, let's, okay, I know Rookie of the Year, Brandon okay, Donovan, Michael it? Harris, or Spencer Strider. Spencer Strider, because my only my, the only news that I've ever broke was Spencer Strider signing that extension, which, by the way, y'all, Paddington can, Paddington and my timestamps can confirm. I had that a whole night before. I think so. I don't remember that. Yeah. Then again, um, I really didn't care, so. That was the coolest Michael, of my life. I think it's going to Michael Harris, so Michael Harris is more consistent. I think he's, he has good numbers, too, so. I'm going to go straight might as well, to disagree. Might as well just go back to the AL uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, Juan Academy, oh yeah, Julio this. Rodriguez, or Adley Rushman. A lot of Astros fans were upset that Jeremy Pena wasn't nominated. I don't think you guys realize how mid Jeremy Pena was in the regular season. Dude had a 103 Raider Runs Creator Plus. That, he was basically 2021 Dansby Swanson, except he actually he almost killed Jordan. <laughs> um, I that is. Oh, he almost killed. Oh, I, I, I thought you said he was in some other name. I was like, what? Um, yeah. So, um, I don't think you guys realize how good J Rod Rudgman were. I don't know if Quan was actually that good, but um, respect Quan Academy, please. Those, those two, those two were amazing. I, to this day, I sometimes go back to my old videos and watch the Adley Rudgman home run off Alec Manoa. Yeah, Quan had 124 way to run here, plus it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was amazing. Rushman, for his position, I think Rushman is 
on a higher level just because catchers nowadays aren't very good. But J-Rod just J-Rod in three years is going to be the best player in baseball, I think. Dude's 21, posting a 147 weight on speed plus with elite speed and elite defense. And the only the only thing he's lacking right now is plate discipline. And, and a World Series appearance. Well, he had to face the Astros. So, um, and I think I honestly think that plate discipline is something that comes naturally in the majors because it's such a different vibe from the minor leagues. So in three years, that's going to come naturally for him. In the beginning of his career, he was getting screwed over by outside calls. Once that comes with, uh, once that comes to him, and I think it's going to come automatically. J Rod's going to be. J-Rod might already be the most well-rounded player in baseball. He's going to be the best player in baseball in three years, in my opinion. He is that good. He is that guy. I've been super high on him um, since before. I mean, I knew he was great. Like, everyone else was hyping him up. But I just want to – Pat, pull up, uh, pull up his way to runs creative plus really quick. Um. Just because I I want to read something that I wrote in December fifth of twenty twenty one. Pull it up and I'll read the thing to you, or I'll, I'll read it right now, and then, um, and then you tell me later on because I don't have it with me right now. One forty six. One forty six. All right now 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 I'll read this. Um, part of the article that I wrote last year. The most obvious flaw in using last year's analytics is that the Mariners didn't have two key outfielders in 2021 that they'll be expecting to have in 2022. Kyle Lewis, the 2020 AL Rookie of the Year, missed a huge chunk of last season due to an injury, and though he was having an impressive start in posting a 107 way to run to plus, his two earlier seasons, along with his 2021 ex show that he'll be back to an around 120 Way to run Trader Plus player in 2022. Don't pull it up. He was injured, so don't don't. don't, I, I, don't that's me. the first thing I pulled up. He played. Don't lock me on 62 that. 62 plate appearances and 50, 56 no, no, don't, don't pull it up. Don't pull it. He, he was hurt. Okay, he was hurt. But but this is the good part. The biggest impact that had zero effect on 2021 is top prospect Ju- uh, Julio Rodriguez. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez is back. Uh, Rodriguez has been an absolute monster in the minor leagues. If you throw the ball to him, you're making a mistake. Rodriguez's numbers have been off the charts at every level. There is not one season and level where Rodriguez has a weighted runs created plus below 145. If you if you remove 2019, if you remove the 2019 he had in single A. Then change that 145 to a 160. This dude will be an issue for any and all major league pitchers. I fully expect him to give the Mariners their second rookie of the year in three seasons in 2021 and 2022. I meant to put while posting a weighted runs created plus from around 130 to 145. I was off by one. J Rod is that guy. J Rod is not only going to win rookie of the year. He's going to win MVP in the next three years. And he's going to be the best player in baseball. So the Mariners signing that 14-year contract with him, props to Jerry Tapoto. I love when players 
I, I love when teams sign their youngsters to just skip um, team control and just lock them up for a long time. That's what the Mariners did. I don't. I have to deal with it every day. What? You know. That's your buttons, all right? Uh, no, oh, because no, I'm, 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 I'm talking. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm talking about Austin Riley, you know, the, no, Michael the Harris. Thing is, the thing is, Alex Anthropoulos is just different. So, I mean, how can you. He might sign my son before he's even born. I, uh, I mean, I don't think your son's going to be good enough, but I'm just kidding. Cy uh, <laughs> Young, um, Dylan Cease, Justin Verlander, Alec Manoa. Probably Verlander. Again. Uh, NL Cy Young, Sandy Alcantara, Max Fried, Julio Urias. We know who it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> manager of the Year, AL Manager of the Year, Brandon Hyde, Scott Service, Terry Francona. I'm going to be honest, I, Scott I hate Service. Scott Service with all my guts. Dude is such a wannabe, like, goody two-shoes. But he has like beef with every single team in baseball somehow. I hate him. Uh, Brandon Hyde, he did great. I think it's either between Francona or Hyde. Uh, I, I think I just think because Francona service. actually brought his team. No, it's not service, unfortunately. I think people like. I think people are are kind of overestimating Scott Service just because. Uh, I mean, he he did good with. I mean, he brought the team from nothing. Okay, I don't want to hear. He, he really didn't though. Like the team was expected he to did. win the division, and they came back like over ten games behind. And Doesn't the only matter. reason why he got hype is because the Mariners sucked in the beginning of the year, and then they came back, but they still were like over ten games behind. Scott Service overrated. Um, last year he was good. This year he's overrated. Terry Francona. I mean, who expected the Guardians to win? I thought the Twins were getting it, or the White Sox. Or in the beginning of the year, I, I thought mean, it was nobody, the White Sox. And then I thought no it was the Twins. No one expected the White Sox to be mid or the mid. Yeah, well, that's because Terry Francona... Uh, wait, what was the in, uh, Guardians record against the White Sox? That's probably really good. Oh, so, like 14 and like negative 2? Yeah, so good for, good for the Guardians. Terry Francona is my pick for AL Manager of the Year. Um, and then you should you should know my my pick for NL manager of the year. Yeah, Dave Roberts, right? No, I will never respect Dave Roberts in my life. That was kind of. I mean, that's. I mean, when you say before the season you're going to win the World Series, you better win the World Series. Sorry to tell you. No, that's true. That's true. But the playoffs aren't part of manager of the year. Well, he, he flat Dodgers. out said the Dodgers are going to win the World Series in 20 Yeah, but I'm saying, like, when you're voting for manager of the year, it doesn't include the playoffs. And that's when they choked. But the, the Dodgers in the regular season were absolutely unstoppable. I mean, I mean, you you got to admit that they have the NL All-Star team on their team. So if, if they didn't win at least 110 games, it's this I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I would say it goes to Brian Snitsker just because – I, I think it's between Show Walter and Snicker too. I think it's I think it's the guy who won the division and came back. I, 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 I think it's Buck Show Walter just because I don't think it's the guy who won the division. I don't I think, I think the Mets think, think about it. If we have Luis Rojas as our manager, we win like four games maybe. I don't know about that. I, I like Luis Rojas. Uh, oh, I, I, I know about that. Though. I didn't. Goat. 
I think it's just because the Mets were buns last year. That's why. I don't, I don't think that's the reason. I mean, the same thing happened. Luis Rojas, his Mets team was winning the division for a, a good majority of the time, and then they lost. Same thing happened this year with Buck Showalter. I think it goes to Brian, to be honest with you. It, um, I think it goes in favor of Snicker, but I, I, I think, in my honest opinion, I think Showalter should win it. Your honest opinions. Dad my honest opinion, yeah. Um, my honest opinion's never wrong. You guys had like the highest payroll and then lost. So Dodgers had I the highest know. payroll. You guys not only you guys no way, did they actually? Not the Mets beat them. Because they have Freeman. Maybe you guys for, yeah, they lost Freeman and they still won the division. All I'm saying is, you know, maybe maybe Buck isn't that guy. I mean he's a fun guy. He's that guy, man. Hey, wait, hold on. 2022. It was the Mets. You're a liar. The Mets has $7 million more. No. no You're a liar. Uh, but yeah. Am I staring uh, at it right now? Yes, but I still don't believe you. See, I knew that. But yeah, y'all, that this is such a long podcast. Like, I got an assignment due tomorrow. Um, an hour and 30 minutes. It's fine. Thank y'all for watching. We'll be back when there's next news. Maybe next year. Um... <laughs> I enjoyed this though. I enjoy making podcasts from my computer instead of my laptop. Um, be sure to, I don't know, subscribe. Follow me on TikTok, um, PLM07. Follow Paddington on Twitter because my tweets get me in trouble, so I don't want you guys actually looking at my tweets. Um, but yeah, I'll I'd see like y'all. Too, by the way. What? At Nyquil too, just, just plugging uh, myself. Yeah, yeah. Follow me on TikTok too. I want to hit a thousand so I can go live. It's Nyquil bad, obviously. No. I need TikTok to stop me and start letting me go live again. There's no way. I don't like, think that's gonna get you. All I did. I'm sorry to tell you. All I did was say that Kate Upton should divorce Justin Rutherford and marry me. Huh? Been a needle warrior for yeah, what yeah, you just I- said. Yeah, we, we might we might lose the podcast too now. Um, but yeah, TikTok. Be freaking for real. Um, but yeah, thanks. thanks. Sorry, so Thank y'all for watching, and I'll see y'all next year.